0: Welcome to the Odd and Off-Beat Podcast. Hey Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Off Beha podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker and the pilferer, Louie Fox. That's right. I'm always building columns. (laughs) Oh, because it's a pillar? A pilferer. Oh. You steal columns. I
1: steal columns all day long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Louie. Welcome to the farm here, the Moon Rabbit Ranch in Eugene, Oregon. Welcome. How's it going? It's
1: amazing what you've done with the place since I was here last. Yeah, it looks the exact
0: same, except we have some horses out there now yeah
1: so you have uh how many horses
0: we have two we have one horse one mule and then erica is getting a horse as we speak right now she's off picking it up
1: yeah that's amazing yeah
0: so and you are very uh, kind to you made a whip for one of our boarders the people that boards her mule here yes and you made one for her so i appreciate that
1: yep yeah i made it for her I, i don't use this kind of of whip so I don't know, like, how the specs. So for her, I'm like, try it out, and if, if it works for what you want to do, then pay me. And she's like, okay, how do I pay you? And then she like just shoving money in my face, and I'm like,
0: ah. well, I appreciate you contributing to the customer experience here <laughs> the at Moon Rabbit Ranch.
1: Yes. <laughs> so they have a guy that makes dressage whips.
0: <laughs> how <laughs> great is that? <laughs> for free! I didn't even think of this <laughs> that as a selling point, but now it is. cool man so uh i appreciate that and welcome you're on your uh way to a gig so what's what else go what's going on with you man so
1: last week i teased my story with a dog Uh so i was walking my dog in my neighborhood Mm. and there's this beagle that's just like hanging out in the middle of the street like cars are stopping and driving around it, and i'm just walking my dog and this dog comes up and it's just like all up in my dog's business oh wow so so much that my dog pulled out of her leash. Oh no! So I pick up my dog, and the guy's owner comes over, and he's like, "Come here, dog!" And the dog just like wants well, nothing to do with him. Uh-huh. So I just keep walking. I'm like, I'm uh, "Well,
0: of course he's in the middle of he's trying to get hit by a car on yeah. purpose."
1: So I keep walking, and the guy, no mask, it gets up in my business. He's like, "Why don't you stop?" And I'll grab the dog. I'm like, "Why don't you just grab the dog? I could grab mine." Yeah. And I don't know your vaccination status, so stay six feet away from me. Yeah. And he's like, well, how am I supposed to grab the dog if you're moving? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe go back in time and put it on a leash.
0: <laughs> how am I supposed to grab my dog when it's moving? <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to feed it when it's hungry?
1: So finally, the guy's like, I'm, I'm walking, and the guy's like chasing me. And the dog wants nothing to do with this dude.
0: The dog is following you also? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: And so is the dude. The dude's like trying to grab the dog, and he can't. So finally, I go, look, you and your dog are being aggressive, and if the dog comes at me one more time, I'm going to kick it. Yeah. He picked it up in half a second. Oh, wow. Of it course. It was amazing yeah. how, how quick that uh, flipped a switch I in see, He does
0: care a little bit about the dog. Yeah. At least the dog getting kicked. He's like, no one other than me it, kicks my dog. I, I, I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> my my dog, my foot.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that kind of, cra- I was like, huh, what, like, why couldn't you have done that before? Oh, because you're lazy.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just, uh, you know, you never know. It's tough. You know, dog gets out. You know, oh, no, the guy was out. gardening. Oh, gotcha.
1: So he just had the dog in his yard. The dog, I was coming up the block. The the dog didn't just run out and lay in the street. It's uh-huh. been laying in the street for at least me walking a block. What I would love
0: for the end of this story is for like one week later when you like needed something fixed and the maintenance guy shows up. And it's that guy. And it's that guy. <laughs>
1: I'll be like, you fix my window, or I'm gonna kick your dog.
0: <laughs> nice, Louis. So
1: I never. I should feel. I should point out. I never intended to kick the dog.
0: I mean, it was a pretty. I've seen you <laughs> kick a couple dogs, and yes, I would. Grab it's it. always accidental. <laughs> uh huh. Cool, man. Well, I'm glad you're here. It's nice to see your face. It's nice to be podcasting in person. Yes. Um, you want to get to the stories? Let's do it. All right. for some freaky, dicky, cheeky, breaky news. This story comes from LiveScience.com.
1: That's a news source more reliable than getting high off radioactive CBD.
0: You don't think that would be uh, good to get high in multiple ways?
1: Doesn't the CBD not have the THC in it?
0: It soothes and burns. Wait, (laughs) oh, yeah, I don't think it does have the the cannabidoid cannabinoid properties that's my point gotcha so you don't think the radiation stuff would uh you know hit you pretty hard have you ever done radiation hits i did sniff a line of radiation once and it was amazing
1: no that was a line off a radiator okay
0: that was that was radiator fluid (laughs) (laughs) alcohol made from radioactive chernobyl apples seized by ukraine government In 2019, a group of scientists and distillers decided to create a bold new type of booze, Atomic, an artisanal alcoholic spirit made from ingredients grown in the Chernobyl nuclear power plant's still radioactive exclusion zone. The booze itself was not radioactive after the distilling process. Who knew
1: booze, like, dissipate, cleared up radiation? Right? You know, it's like, I'm not a drunk, I'm saving the (laughs) planet! Yeah,
0: absolutely. And who knew the people to send in to get rid of the radiation? Hipsters! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 this is radiation, this is artisanal radiation. Yeah, have you
1: had, um it's all organic radiation <laughs>
0: just send the hipsters in all over the place no no, this isn't genocide this is free-range killing
1: <laughs> this isn't extermination of rhinos it's artisanal culling
0: <laughs> now the first batch of atomic is finally complete and all 1500 bottles of it have been seized by ukrainian secret service agents for unknown reasons and that reason is their sweet holiday party yeah, right According to a statement from Atomics Manufacturer, the Chernobyl Spirit Company, it seems that they are accusing us of using forged Ukrainian excise stamps, but this doesn't make sense since the bottles are for the U.K. market and are clearly labeled with valid U.K. excise stamps, Jim Smith, founder of the company and a professor at the University of Portsmouth in the U.K. said in the statement.
1: I don't know if I would want some carpetbagger from the U.K., Making artisanal booze out of my apples. All
0: these UK professors coming over to Chernobyl, stealing all our radiation apples. That,
1: that, that is radioactive appropriations.
0: Alina <laughs> Smirnova, a lawyer representing, see
1: that's who you want to steal your apples. Smirnova, I feel more comfortable buying atomic from her.
0: <laughs> a lawyer, she is a lawyer representing the company. Added that the seizure was a clear violation of ukrainian law if, if there's one thing i know is ukrainian is the most lawful place in the in the world <laughs> if atomic does not make its way onto shelves it will be the first consumer product from the chernobyl region since the infamous 1986 meltdown the company said
1: i don't they sell they have tours don't they sell like trinkets
0: yeah i have a, actually i actually have a medal i'm going to give you today i have oh, a tour
1: participation yeah, in
0: in the chernobyl tour yeah. Soon after the nuclear disaster, officials deemed the Chernobyl exclusion zone the 1,000-square-mile area surrounding the damaged power plant uninhabitable by humans for 24,000 years.
1: You just distill the whole place. That's all you have to do, and it gets rid of the radiation.
0: However, plants and animals are now thriving in the region, and and so is tourism. According to local tourism officials, Chernobyl sees upwards of 60,000 visitors a year with visits spiking after the May 2019 debut of HBO's Chernobyl Ministries. I would go. Oh, I've actually been trying to convince Erica to go, and (laughs) she is not on board. Atomic is made from apples grown in Ukraine's Naradichy district, which sits on the edge of the exclusion zone, and was heavily polluted by fallout from the meltdown. The region still has a population of nearly 10,000 people, according to Ukraine's state statistics service, and must abide by stringent agriculture Restrictions.
1: So when you're like, this is from this forbidden place, no one goes there, except for 10,000 people. Like, I think it loses a bit of the allure.
0: Well, there's a couple documentaries about the women who refused to leave from Chernobyl, who stayed there even through all of that, and that they still farmed, they still milked cows, and they seemed fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Until you take off the babushka and it's all bald.
0: (laughs) With the topic, Smith and his colleagues hope to prove that some products made near the exclusion zone— can be safe for consumption according to the company's website several years ago the atomic team tested rye crops from the exclusion zone for radiation and found that the grains were indeed contaminated however smith said all traces of radiation were removed during the distillation process making atomic no more dangerous than other commercially available spirits.
1: Is that one of those weird things when, you know, when you go to the dentist and they put the lead vest on you, but they go, oh, the amount of radiation, you get
0: more walking to your car out of the... Yeah. Uh, like, we'll sit in the other room. I'm going
1: to put all those... I'm going to encase you in lead, a <laughs> cancer-causing agent.
0: <laughs> and no, then, no, no. The booze, that's totally fine. It, yeah. uh, the only worst thing is you're going to text your ex at 2 in the morning. <laughs> your eye will fall out. <laughs> Since then, the founders have changed the recipe from a rye-based booze to an apple based one but according to smith distillation process still renders the final product completely radiation free if atomic makes it to liquor shops 75 percent of the company's profits will be used to help bring jobs and investment to the chernobyl affected areas of ukraine and to further support the community according to the company's statement
1: aka their home office within the thousand mile exclusion zone. so what
0: do you think about this louis
1: I like it. I like booze made out of anything that's a novelty. Like, if you're like, hey, I made this booze out of my foot, I'd be like, I'm in.
0: Yeah. How, How much would you pay for my boo my foot booze? Your
1: foot booze? Well, I did a mummy toe shot for what, six bucks? Yeah. Canadian.
0: Well, apparently there's you can buy a bottle of wine exposed to cosmic radiation and that's a million dollars. What? We have a bottle of beer that you got me from mm-hmm. a brewery here in Eugene called Ninkazi that the hops were went up to the space station the and came out. Yeast, yeah. yeast did, yeah. Yeast did. Yeah, because yeast is living. Oh, it was smuggled inside the liver of a a Russian cosmonaut. <laughs> Yeah, and that was like 20 bucks a bottle. Yeah. So what am I buying? I'm sorry. Wine exposed to cosmic radiation? $1 Uh, million? No. How about this atomic booze? Apple booze. What would you pay for this?
1: Uh, I'd pay $150 for that bottle.
0: Yeah, I'd pay that too. And I would be happy with that. Yeah. Maybe I'll go (laughs) make my own when I take Erica there.
1: Yeah, to the space station?
0: (laughs) No, it's Chernobyl. Oh. All right, I like it. Yep. News story. This story comes from MSN.com.
1: That's a news source more reliable than a self portrait of a ghost. You don't think a ghost could
0: do a self portrait? No, you're like,
1: did you see me? No, exactly.
0: You don't think they have self awareness, these ghosts? They do, but you don't remember what they look like. Ghosts can't see themselves in the mirror. Yeah, but it's not. A mirror is different than putting something down on paper or canvas. If
1: you did a self portrait of yourself, As a baby, I'd be like, that's not an accurate self-portrait of you. It's got to be you now.
0: Wait, did I die as a baby? Yeah.
1: (laughs) See, you're you're a 48-year-old ghost.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The world's first robotic self-portraits, painted by an android called Ada, have been unveiled at a new art exhibition in London, despite the artist not having a self to portray. Elephants have been doing self-portraits for decades. Right? Right. Do you think that they don't have a self? I don't know. I think
1: depending on who you ask, they don't.
0: Uh, yeah. Interesting. I do think that is, I mean, she's obviously programmed and using a complex formula to generate this thing. I do think that there's kind of, you do have to have a level of self-awareness. Do you, to sort
1: of, I think if I was like, I want a robot to take a picture of itself. So it's just like, all right, boom.
0: Yeah. But taking a picture is not drawing. Yeah. No. And then.
1: Printing it out—it's
0: got a oh, printer and such. Oh, yeah. My my Epson 380's been doing this
1: my for the last five years.
0: The surprisingly accurate images question the role of artificial intelligence in human society and challenge the idea that the art is exclusively a human trait, according to her creators.
1: See, I think I love how she interprets art as something that looks like what it's supposed to be done, but not really. Mm-hmm. Like so, if you look at her picture, which is pretty cool, um, it's like her. Through, like, the first Snapchat filter.
0: No way. There's, like, a series of three different self-portraits, and there's, like, they're awesome. I would buy this. For how much? I mean, d- do I have... I, I, you oh, buy- right, here's the question. Is it Do I have an endless amount of money?
1: No, it's at the, it's at the flea market.
0: <laughs> oh, I pay, like, uh, 350 bucks. What? Yeah. What was the
1: bougiest flea market on Earth?
0: Ada is a life size Android artist powered by AI, computer algorithms that mimic the intelligence of humans that can paint, sculpt, gesture, blink, and talk. I a- like
1: how they're throwing out blink. Like, really? That's the one? Well, it
0: does blink.
1: It does, but I would think that would be the easiest thing out of all
0: of them to program. Who knows? Who knows? Ada is designed to look and act like a human woman with a female voice. Her head and torso looks like a mannequin, and she wears a variety of different dresses and wigs, although a pair of exposed mechanical arms do give her away as a robotic. So there needs to be,
1: like, a safety in all these robots as we move forward. So, we're, like, you have a word, like, a trigger word. Like, you're like, hey, Siri, and then the robot does something yeah. to, to tell.
0: I want to know who ge- whose job it is to dress the robot. Who's
1: the wig technician? <laughs>
0: Who chooses the outfits for Ada?
1: Well, because in the self-portrait, she's got like a bob cut. But Uh then in her, I believe her TED Talk, she has longer hair. Yeah. So like, does she pick that out?
0: Why are we putting clothes on a robot? That's the thing, right? Like, why why are we just not okay with it being a robot? Because the robot has feelings and feels cold. Ah, I thought you said they didn't. They do. They don't have a level of self-awareness is what you said. That's true. A team of programmers, roboticists, are Art experts and psychologists from the University of Oxford and the University of Leeds in England spent two years, from 2017 to 2019, developing the android according to The Guardian. Here's the thing. If you were to take
1: a yokel and put him in a room with a team of psychologists Physicists and art experts from Leeds University, they could be pumping out better art. Oh, you
0: think so? <laughs> yes. She is named after Ada Lovelace, the pioneering English mathematician who is considered one of the first computer programmers. In the past, Ada's work consisted of abstract paintings based on complex mathematical models, and her first exhibition raised over one million in art sales, according to Artnet. Artnet
1: A sounds shifty.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It, according to Ada
1: art sales number one movie.
0: supplier of robotic art yeah in the world she has even given her very own TEDx talk
1: so let me say buckle in for a roller coaster ride i watched a little bit of it it was a lot of like the art expert jp blah 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 says blah blah it was a lot of her quoting other people
0: oh interesting it's like someone is putting their words into her mouth right yeah geez uh, yeah, and I did watch an interview that a, a reporter was interviewing her, and she sort of seems autistic a little bit. Yeah. She has the mannerism of an autistic, not a lot of eye contact, blinking at weird points. See, that's
1: what I'm saying. <laughs> they don't cut, the blinking is the easiest.
0: But now Ada has created what are believed to be the first self-portraits made by a machine. Three of these robot selfies went on display at the Design Museum on May 18th in an exhibition titled Ada, Portrait of the Robot. <laughs> Which is free to the public and will remain on display until August. Ooh. These images are meant to unsettle. Aiden Miller, the gallery owner behind the creation of Ada, told The Guardian. They are meant to raise questions about where we are going. What is our human role if so much can be replicated through technology?
1: So if the the gallery owner is behind the technology of the robot... There's a little conflict of interest in his. He's like, these are amazing. Oh, of course. It like says the person who stands to profit yeah, from it.
0: Absolutely. Ada's new self-portraits are a combination of constantly updated AI, inbuilt programming, and advanced robotics. The eyes are actually cameras allow the robot to look at what she is painting or sculpting, in this case herself, and replicate it. So is she looking in a mirror? She's looking into her own Programming.
1: She's looking into her lover robot's eyes. and She's in herself. the
0: Matrix. She's looking She's into the Matrix. Code. <laughs> she just draws a red pill. She just see Morpheus. Yeah. The robotic arms are controlled. <laughs> Why are all of her self-portraits look like Keanu Reeves? <laughs> the robotic arms are controlled by the AI, which was able to create realistic portraits while also including techniques and color schemes used in examples of art created by real human artists that are uploaded into the AI. So her art is
1: stealing... Other human artists' art.
0: Yeah, I guess if you consider the robots creators' artists.
1: Yeah. Well, no, they were uploading art from other people.
0: What? Yeah. Techniques and color schemes.
1: Yeah. Using examples. That's right.
0: Oh, yes. (laughs) Ada did not decide to create the self-portraits. Rather, her creators gave those instructions. Indeed, Ada is not self-aware, feeling, or conscious but the accomplishment is still an example of just how far AI and robotics have come and where they could go in the future, according to Meller.
1: Yeah, and just like Andy Warhol didn't just make the Campbell soup can. <laughs> John Campbell said, I'll give you $10,000 to paint a soup can. <laughs> Same
0: so, thing. I'll do it. Artists or artwork. Although Ada is often labeled as the android artist whose paintings and sculptures are considered art, her very existence and persona are also considered artwork. But there does... But where does human influence in the form of programming and in Ada's AI begin? This question has led to controversial and thought-provoking discussions, Ada's creator said. Some people think she is the worst thing ever and feel threatened, and some are really excited, Mellor told The Guardian. Her very existence is wrong somehow, and we are aware of that.
1: You know, the people who are excited about her are the same people who bought into the ground floor of the sex robots. Yeah,
0: true. What bothers me is that, People are starving in the world, and they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're spending millions of dollars and tons of brain power to create a robot that blinks weirdly and does TED Talks. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's just it. We already had Stephen Hawking. Do we need <laughs> another one of these? Ada also questions a longstanding belief that art is a fundamentally human concept, even though the AI was created and programmed by humans. I enjoy being someone who makes people think, Ada told the BBC in an exclusive interview. I think that art needs more than just the drawing of something. It means communicating something in a way that is relatable. So what do you think about this, Louis?
1: It's fun that people are building crap, but I think there's better
0: uses of our time. I agree. I think it's pretty cool that she is drawing and I think this is the start of something really unique. And yep. I think it is a start of maybe something being self-aware. I guess like maybe don't do a self-portrait. Maybe we should do, ask you to paint of how you feel about humans and see what, <laughs> what she comes up with there. Or, it's just like death and destruction and we're going to kill, you know, blood. Maybe we should just hold off on creating more AI.
1: Or maybe we should just... Uh Program it to, like, clear the minefields in Taiwan. Ooh,
0: there you go. Yeah. Take down I- Al-Qaeda.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You've been programmed to
0: shoot bin Laden. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, you, <laughs> Someone think of the Navy SEALs you're going to put out of work. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you like this? Yeah. Yeah, I like it.
1: I'll give it the yeah, question mark, exclamation All mark. right. All right.
0: That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening to our oddcast. Where can the fine people see Louie Fox this week?
1: Our oddcast? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, isn't that our, that's our Facebook name. Yeah, is, we
0: haven't used that in a while.
1: <laughs> our Facebook name is facebook.com. I think it's formerly slash funny oddcast. Yeah. Because they wouldn't let us use odd and offbeat.
0: Yeah, something, I I, I don't know. At any anyway, rate, it's an oddcast. <laughs> Where can people see you, Louis?
1: Uh Coming up this week on the sixteenth at nine PM. Apparently, I'm kicking it with a odd and offbeat listener, Chris Beeson. Nice. Apparently, that's in my schedule. Sweet. At uh, ten AM, I'll be volunteering a show at a school of childcare facility where I saw two kids fighting a few weeks oh, ago. Nice. I think we talked about that on the podcast. Sweet.
0: Did yeah. you tell their parents to grab their kids before they come at you aggressively <laughs> one more time?
1: I, was like, I, was like, I, will I will kick your kid. <laughs> I will kick your kid. If that kid heckles me during my magic show, I'm going to kick him in the face. <laughs> uh, and then uh, on the 17th, you can check me out. It's my birthday. I may be doing a gig for some lady who hasn't replied to my emails. Uh, but
0: I have It's a- always good to do a gig for somebody else on your birthday.
1: Yeah. What are you going to do for your birthday, Louie? Um, nothing. I don't know. What? What? Uh, Birthdays aren't a big deal to me. I'm just like, whatever. Uh, so who knows what I'll do. The few, I like to keep uh, that, that oyster shut until I open it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a pearl in it.
0: Or, or, or a big pile of poo. <laughs>
1: yeah, you don't know. And then on the... Uh, 18th, I'll be doing a show for some senior citizens. Ooh, yeah.
0: nice.
1: Yeah, this guy's been trying to get me on the schedule forever.
0: Awesome. And uh, did they? what was the sort of requirements or criteria they asked for you from you in COVID times?
1: Okay, so this guy tried to book me a while ago, and he goes, can you do the show through like a, a plate glass window? And I was <laughs> like, can we put the speaker inside so that they can hear me? He's like, sure, we have to wipe it down. And then things change. He's like, okay, can you do it? In half of our dining room. So we'll have the people on one half of the uh-huh. dining room and the other half will be empty where you'll be. You'll yeah. be like a block away. I'm uh-huh. like, mm, okay. Uh-huh. And then he's like, he's like, all right, rules changed. <laughs> he's like, can you do it the show four times for like 10 people?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we want you to do it in your underwear.
1: Yeah. And I was like, mm. and then it was like, can you do it four times for 10 people? No, two times for like 20 people. But show proof of vaccination, and then it just changed. We finally booked it. It went to uh, just come in and do your show.
0: Nice, wow, so, yeah, that was exciting. Yeah. I would have said no to all of those things except uh, coming and do your show. <laughs> yes,
1: well, when I had nothing else going on, like why not?
0: Yeah, senior senior homes. Uh, you know, I have found the shows can be very challenging. They they they're tough.
1: Yes, they're yeah, they, tough to do. They've seen a lot and they can't see a lot. <laughs> So what have you been up to? Or, sorry, where can they catch you?
0: Not a damn place. I was supposed to be seeing Rage Against the Machine tonight. Oh, really? But now, this canceled. got
1: canceled last right at, year. At like, right at COVID time, Yeah, because
0: right? they, they were, they were in 2020, they were, I think it was April 12th. Yeah. And then they canceled, rebooked it for June 15th, canceled that now. So now it's, like, 2022, and I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, well, who knows if they'll even make it to that point? They, they could be, they're, they're, they're pretty it, old. Tom Rell is, like, 57, man. <laughs> Come on. I think the least
1: Rage Against the Machine thing is following the health department's guidelines. <laughs> That's
0: yeah, I agree. They should have still done it, right? Yeah. yeah. They Raid. should
1: have canceled the first time. Now, you have a new video genre you like.
0: Yes, I do. I sent you a few. It's uh, People Discovering Rage Against the Machine for the First Time. Yes. And uh, it's, a react- it's a reaction videos. And there are people like hearing what they're saying and the, the energy of the music, and it is amazing. I literally spent two days. Erica would come <laughs> out I'm like, What are you watching? Oh, I'm watching. So, oh. I, I tried to get you into it. You seemed a little. I, enjoy, on I it. enjoyed
1: it. They're too long. Like, you sent me one that was like 17 minutes long.
0: Yeah. Still. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> it's hilarious.
1: I did too. I should got that kind of time.
0: Uh, so yeah, it's being pushed back. And then on the 17th, I will be celebrating my niece's birthday, not yours, because birthdays are not your thing.
1: Your niece stole my birthday? Yeah, she Oh, did. it's our good friend Puck's birthday. Yeah,
0: totally. You guys all shout out to Puck if he's listening. But we're having Catered Olive Garden. And my niece was very excited about it. And I was like, you know, was not very good.
1: You, you know we live in Eugene, where yeah. the whole place is an actual garden. <laughs>
0: Uh, so that's what I'll be doing. I'll be uh, hanging, hopefully doing a FaceTime with you on your birthday if you're not doing shows. And uh, other than that, just hanging out. Folks, if you want to contribute to our Patreon, you could do so by visiting our site or going to the Patreon site yep, and looking up Odd and Off Beat.
1: Simply go to the com, hit the Patreon link for as little as a few bucks a day. You can support us.
0: Yeah. You can also send us a message at info at com. Check us out on The Oddcast handle on Facebook, (laughs) Instagram, Twitter, and uh, our newly formed LinkedIn page.
1: Do we have a LinkedIn page? (laughs) Newly formed as in it's...
0: It might might exist by the time this drops.
1: What kind of networking are we going to do on LinkedIn?
0: Podcasting. (laughs) We want to thank you so much for listening, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Stay weird.